so nervous. So nervous. Does that little countdown happen on your guys' screen too? Uh, no. Notice. It goes anything. three, two, one. It's all pretty. They just updated this. I'm still getting used to it. Sorry. <laughs> Can you start the show? No. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Park Stop Podcast, episode 31. Today we are talking about Super Nintendo World, which is officially open at Universal Studios Japan. Uh, joining me, as always, is my co-host, Ian. Hey, kids. And today we have a very special guest, Chris, the TDR Explorer is here. Thank you for joining us, Chris. Hi, thank you for having me. I'm sitting here waving like people can see me. They can't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we have you here because we need to know what it's actually like to be at Super Nintendo World because Thanks. we cannot. I mean, we actually physically cannot. They won't let us in, even if we wanted to, uh, <laughs> to visit the park right now. So you're going to have to explain to us what it's like to actually be there. And it did officially grand open uh, just a few days ago, last Wednesday, right? Yeah, it was, what, March 18th, I mm -hmm. believe? Yeah. Mm -hmm. After, what, two delays now? <laughs> It was two delays or something like yeah. that. Yeah, at least. <sighs> Man, where like where do we even start? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, There's okay. just so much. Uh, I'll start by saying, when was the first time you actually got to go into the land? Because there's been previews going on for a few months now. I got to go actually Christmas Eve. Oh. Wow. So I was one of the lucky ones that won the annual pass um, lottery. So they're doing advanced previews, and I believe they started it on December 23rd was the first day, and then I won for the 24th. So I just spent Christmas in Osaka. <laughs> That's crazy awesome. And then yeah. um, I actually got to go again in January uh, two more times because we also won more lotteries. <laughs> we just kept entering them, and we kept winning, so I'm, I wasn't going to complain. So you're literally one of the first people to be inside the land, one of the like actual guests. Uh, you were like the second day that people could get in. I'm yeah, I'm very grateful that I'm, I'm that I'm able to do that because I know a lot of people can't right now. So um, I wanted to try and uh, capture everything as much as I could and share it with everybody and but also enjoy it for myself as well, because that's mm -hmm. important. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, we all appreciate you all the videos and everything else you put out because yeah. we're kind of living through you right now. <laughs> right. TDR Explorer on YouTube, right? That's the channel. And um, I think, is it just called like first trip to Super Nintendo World or something like that? That, for, yeah. that first big video? It's such a good video because um, it, <laughs> it really captures essentially what all of us would be like when we first go. We'd just be like dumbfounded and be like, yes, yeah, oh, look at this. And and uh, and then also, I, I love that you go and try foods in multiple videos yeah. because that's exactly what I would do. <laughs> yeah, when I when I did that video, because it was like usually my videos are very structured and I know what I'm going to be doing. Obviously, I've never been there at that point. So I had no idea what to expect. I just said to myself, just record everything and I'm sure you <laughs> will get something watchable out of it. So I did my best and I get, it seemed to work. <laughs> it was just, oh my goodness. Uh, it was, I don't think we, you could really see it in the video, but like I was getting teary eyed when I walked in because it was just overwhelming. Yeah. It was right. just so overwhelming. It's so hard to explain. 
that's like my first question is like the what we can't really get is like what is it like to walk through the warp pipe walk out of peach's castle and see the land because we've seen the b-roll shots and photos and even concept art the concept art for years Mm -hmm. we've seen so we're not like surprised when we see a photo of mount beanpole you know across the way but what is it like to actually be there and see it in person it's just like your childhood has just come to life. Like it's, it's right there, like walking through that green pipe and you hear that iconic sound of going into the pipe, you hear that. And then you come into Princess Peach's castle and the music from Mario 64 is right there. And like, I, I was just like instantly transported back to sitting on the floor in my bedroom with my brothers playing Mario over the summer. I think it was, like this is like what 96 97 or something mm-hmm. like that yeah and and then walking through the front of princess peach's castle and the first thing you hear is did it did it did and just like instantly you're like oh my goodness like this is this is here it's real like uh, <laughs> that's that's basically all i could muster and, and yeah if you watch the video you can see i was just that was a genuine reaction i didn't play it up or anything like that was just me not knowing what to say because i was just so overwhelmed and happy to be there yeah i think online online there's been a lot of like cynicism from people you know thousands of miles away who can't just walk into the land and and they're like ah it's no big deal so what and it's like i don't know it's kind of a big deal this is the like the, the biggest like new theme park land that i'm most excited about and they like really captured the spirit of what the games are and have been for 30 some odd years. Yeah. Uh, it's, I think they, they nailed it. They really did with just the aesthetic, the music of course is the, like probably the biggest thing for me, just mm-hmm. hearing that music just makes it real. Right. And then um, seeing princess peach for the first time was a strange experience. <laughs> <laughs> Because she's like um, one of the first characters you would see because she's on that level there at the entrance, right? Yeah. And before I even went to went in, um, I didn't realize there was going to be character greetings because I tried my best to not read the details mm. of what to expect. So when I saw Princess Peach, I was genuinely surprised at that because I wasn't expecting that. I thought, oh, yeah, they'll probably be Mario and Luigi. Like, that makes sense. But then when I saw Princess Peach there, and I just thought, what? <laughs> and then getting in line to meet her, and then hearing her speak in English, which was very strange. What? And um, yeah, like she speaks in English, but it's kind of it's just set phrases. Like you can't really yeah, yeah. interact with her. It's just more like, oh hi, how are you today? Let's take a mm-hmm. picture, like things like that. So so you went in cold. What was the thing standing in the middle of the land that really just like took your breath away? What shocked you to see the most? In the middle, just while you're standing there, just as soon as you walked out, how much bigger it felt than I thought it would be. Oh, I thought well it was going to feel. Yeah, I that was, was my next question like, too. Is it cramped. actually cramped? Is it cramped? Because that's what everyone thinks. Looking at like aerial photos, they think it's small. Like it is small, but I guess when I was there, it wasn't packed full of people. Right, it was very limited right. people. So that might change. I guess. If once it gets really busy there, um, but for me, like it, it, it doesn't feel gigantic, but it didn't feel as cramped as I thought it would be, mm-hmm. which was nice. 
Um, I mean, it's you go to something like Diagon Alley in Universal Studios, Florida, and that's actually a small space. But because things are tall and they're in the background and there's lots to do, it feels big, but it's really tiny. And I think like this being a double decker land, like you can you start up at the top, but you can go down to the bottom. And I think like it's got to separate the people a little bit. It's not everyone's all like, you know, in one spot. Yeah, and I th- when I was the there, um, most people just kind of beelined it for Mario Kart, and that yeah. queue is massive. Yeah, that's a massive queue. <laughs> like I was not expecting it to be that long when I when I was there. <laughs> I, was I remember ridiculous. we uh, we talked about because we've been talking about this for years now. <laughs> um, I think over three years I've been talking about Super Nintendo World. And um, one of the earliest questions was, is it going to have virtual line? And I was like, um, imagine the longest queue you've ever seen. I doubt it's going to have virtual line. They seem to be prepared for a very real line. So, yeah, it's uh, but it's like but it's social distance right now. So there's lots of empty switchbacks in that queue. So it's, you know, imagine it filled with people. Yeah, uh- who knows when we're going to see that again, too. <laughs> but it's got the space for hours of waiting. Oh, yeah. They're definitely prepared for that. Um, and same same with the, the Yoshi ride. The queue is pretty long for it. Um, really? But the times that I've written it, there was next to no one in the line anyway. So I couldn't really tell how fast things would actually move. But mm-hmm. since it's a it's just a, a um, Omnimover ride, like, it just continuously moves. So Yeah. Yeah, it just it just felt like everything was just moving pretty quickly. So speaking of the rides, uh, I wanted to jump into the Mario Kart Koopas Challenge, and because that's mm-hmm. that's what I'm going to have the most questions about. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyone following along on the video version, I'm not going to show any unauthorized footage or POV footage. Um, there's just like two little tiny clips that Universal Studios Japan released that's official. Uh, other than that, it's going to be mostly queue footage and and load area. So don't worry about too many spoilers. But um, number one, is the single rider line open? I don't think so. Okay. Um, it wasn't when I was there. Just checking. Yeah. <laughs> I saw it mentioned on your website. Um, uh, you have mm-hmm. this guide. Uh, I don't think we mentioned it yet. There's this guide you put up that has like everything. So when we are able to travel... Uh, as a tourist going to Universal Studios Japan, like check out this guide because it has tips. Um, and I saw one of the tips is the single rider line for Mario Kart. And it's like, yeah, when it's open. Yeah. Okay. Oh, uh, but, like, where do we even start with Mario Kart? There's just the so queue. much. We'll right? start like, with the is... queue. We'll start with okay. the, or actually <laughs> yeah, start yeah, with the queue. Bowser facade, the the, the actual castle facade oh. um, at nighttime. Like that, that's it's impressive, gorgeous. right? Yeah. It's so good. <laughs> it's it's, like it's very menacing. I think so good. And then as soon as you walk in, the music starts, like the cue music and everything. You're just like, oh, this this is Mario Kart. This is happening. <laughs> I've actually not watched too much of the videos because I don't want to spoil it too much. It's like, I'm probably not going to be, I, I really want to go to the Hollywood version um, when that opens. I'm thinking like, maybe I'll make a little trip to, to Universal Hollywood because uh, I don't want to wait four more years to ride uh, Mario Kart. Um, so I've tried not to watch too much. Like I, like I'm only, I'm like halfway watching the POVs even. <laughs> put them on YouTube. I'm like, out of the, <laughs> like I'm side eyeing it out of the corner of my eye because I don't want to like spoil yeah. too much of it. But I have the sound down when I looked at the cue video, so I actually don't know what music is playing in there. In my mind, like parts of it, especially the beginning, I'm imagining like the um, 
the end of the uh, castle levels on Super Mario Brothers 1. And it's just like, like in my head, it's the old school music to be like menacing. Um, it's Mario Kart stuff. So I don't, okay. I don't okay. really remember Mario it being any of like the classical like okay. Mario, like castle kind of stuff. Um, okay. It's hard to remember because I was just so overwhelmed with everything. I was just like, look at this. Look at that. Look at this. Oh, my goodness. That's from that Mario Kart. This is from this Mario Kart. Oh, my goodness. Right. Look at that cup. Look at this. Oh. Look at that. It was yeah, just all over the ridiculous. place. I'm obsessed with Easter eggs, too. So, like, I'm going to be trying to spend more time in the queue to look at everything. And I'm going to, like, like I saw I saw someone posted a photo of, like, the um the backpack ghost sucker up thing from the Luigi's Mansion games is hiding in the queue somewhere. What? Yeah, I saw I saw that picture, but I, I have no idea where that is is I, I never saw it exactly hmm. like that's there's so much to to find that like yeah um okay wait how many times have you done the mario kart ride at this point four four okay, times four four times <laughs> yeah, um, just four just four just yeah, a casual four, four that's four more than us um <laughs> yep that's a lot more than us uh, i'm just gonna jump right to it do you like this ride <laughs> it's fun i'll put it that way um I know people are very disappointed in it. Um, well, as disappointed as you can be from watching POVs, like yeah. I, I don't think that's a really good indication of an of an attraction. Um, it's it's not what I was expecting. I thought it was going to be faster, and I think mm-hmm. that's going to be the most common complaint about it. Which fine, I can I can forgive that. Um, they've never done anything like this before, so. Um, I'm impressed with what they were able to accomplish with this because I can imagine that this is not easy. Right. Um, but for me, um, the whole feel of Mario Kart, they captured that very well um, without giving too much away. You could probably imagine when it starts, it starts exactly like the video games. And like when you hear that countdown music, I got chills. I'm like, oh, this is actually happening. <laughs> like, this is Mario Kart, you guys. We're doing it. Um, and I just think it was very impressive what they did with the the AR goggles and right. just how that all worked, mixed with all the the physical props and the animatronics. Because you know, a lot of people uh, talk about Universal as just screens, right? Um, I think they did a really good mix of practical versus the stuff on the AR, I think it may lead to them being able to update things as well and maybe add yes. special overlays yes. and yep. things like yep. that. One of the executives recently actually just talked about it, and we've talked about it before. The, the The ride was done in such a way, they even have a patent where they can update the software, update the hardware, and they can do it on a car-by-car basis so they don't even have to shut down the ride. Uh, or they can even just do it overnight and like all of a sudden the the game is better or they've introduced new things or like you said, a holiday overlay, which because in the app, we know there's stamps that could be for holidays. Mm. There's a very good chance that we could see like a, a Halloween fun. version of Mario Kart, like the way that they do uh, Mission Breakout at Disneyland or something. So it's crazy to think that not only is the AR like the newest thing in a, in a theme park ride, but it could get better every year as the technology improves. I, yeah, I agree hundred percent with that. Like the way I describe it to people is it's a video game as a, it's a dark ride video game is what it is. Um, if you go into that thinking like that, I don't think you'll be as disappointed because it doesn't 
it's it's not like test track. I think people were expecting something like that. Yeah, or a roller coaster because yeah. all these articles, yeah. like l- the last uh, nine months or so, I've been saying like uh, you know when Super Nintendo World opens, it'll have a Mario Kart roller coaster. And okay, yeah. part of this is on me. This is I'm gonna take some partial credit here because I put out a video. <laughs> I put out a video that yeah, says this did. ride system looks like Mario Kart. And I specifically said at the end of the video, it's not Mario Kart, but it looks like they've tried to make it look like Mario Kart to sell it to theme parks. And everyone just kind of went with the headline and be like, look, it's Mario Kart. It's a roller coaster. It's going to do this and it's going to do that. And um, But if you watch my Mario Kart video, I specifically say at the end, it's a classic style dark ride with a technological twist. Like, that's how I described it when I actually talked about Mario Kart and not a ride system that's not Mario Kart. But people hear what they want. It was, and that's my fault. I shouldn't do clickbait (laughs) because that's what happens is that people (laughs) take the bait and then not realize, not read the actual fine print. And then you end up with, um, you know, 90% of the people are disappointed because they thought it was a roller coaster. Um, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't want it to be fast, though, because like it would be over too fast. You wouldn't be able to see the sets. Uh, like even rides that are fast, like test track or radiator Springs racers, it's just like one section. And usually it's outside because there's not enough Mm -hmm. room in a building to even do a long part like that. Um, so you either have to super theme the, the, the world around you outside like cars land, or you just have a loop around a building like test track. Uh, so it would be completely different type of ride. Yeah. And also I think too, because, guests are wearing physical equipment for mm-hmm. for something to just all of a sudden speed up really quick you're going to have issues with things flying off your head like at one point um my visor actually fell off my head now granted that was more my fault because i was kind of fiddling with it because i was just trying to adjust things as we were moving mm-hmm. and that was more on me but i can imagine if there's kids like kids are going to be fiddling with it and stuff so if you know all of a sudden you start moving really quickly we're going to have issues, right? Yeah. Um, I think for what it is, and it's the first of its kind, isn't it? Like, yeah, I believe so. style of ride. Yeah, yeah. Like Nintendo's a video game company, and I think they did a good job with the video game aspect of it. And it it really does feel like Mario Kart. Like this is what we wanted in terms of being in a Mario Kart game. And like this is the closest we're going to get for now. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I was I was smiling like ear to ear the whole time. Now, would I put this like in my top three rides in the world? Probably not, but I still really enjoyed it. And I think that's part of it. Like just enjoying yourself and not taking it too seriously. <laughs> you know, it's right, Mario Kart. Right. Yeah, of course. it's chaotic. It's yeah. the whole, the whole time. There's just so much going on, especially with the, the goggles and stuff. Like it's as chaotic as the game. I was going to say that game is flying. very chaotic. It's that's a big staple. Is like what's going on? It's like next thing you know, you hit an item block and you're, like, you hear the sound, like and then yeah. you're throwing things, and it's like, yeah, you get past. You're getting, you're spinning. Um, there's uh, minor yeah. spoilers in in the audio here, but like the cloud blowing on you and the car spins, and you see yeah. AR like wind effects come out of its mouth, but it's a physical cloud <laughs> with a projection. There's too much going on. I can't even comprehend because like if I can't make sense of it on a video, there's no way you can make sense of it on the first ride through uh, because there's so much happening at once. Yeah. Um. Uh, on my first video that I did, um. 
I did like a really quick review of the ride, like my first impressions, I guess. And I was like so disoriented. I'm like, I don't, I don't even know what really happened. Um, people, uh, people kind of chewed me out for that. They're like, oh, he doesn't like it. I'm like, this is my first ride through. Like, give me a break. I haven't, hasn't even been five minutes since I got off it. I need to like process what is, what just happened. That was after a forbidden journey. That was me. I was like, what? just happened most people are getting <laughs> yeah. off rise of the resistance now they're coming out going i i don't even i don't even know i just, i couldn't pay attention to what happened after the middle when we went up I, what happened like you lose yeah. track of reality halfway through these things the first time you do it yeah. and then talking about a video game it links up with your power-up band yes which, which, which is i think brilliant. is so genius yeah it's awesome it, actually i wanted to ask you about that on this ride, at load, you have to tap it to the M on your steering wheel, right? To sync it yeah. up. Um, yeah. What? Do, what? Do, how do you do that on Yoshi? Um, you don't? Because um, on, on the Yoshi ride, on your lap bar, there's three different eggs, three colored mm-hmm. eggs. I think it's like red, green, and blue. Mm-hmm. And whenever one of them lights up, you just tap it. And as long as your power-up band is on your wrist... I think it just it just oh because you're close enough okay because you're interacting with your hands that way but the Mario Kart ride for some reason holding the steering wheel isn't good enough and you have to actually tap it to (laughs) synchronize first time I rode Mario Kart they didn't explain to us that we're that's what we were supposed to do Mm -hmm. so my first ride through I didn't actually get anything because I didn't sync it up the second time I went went on it um, they told us to do that um and this was in january when i went the second time when mm-hmm. they told us so i think they're just changing how they're operating and now they have i cards think they now, give out right? cards now yeah exactly yeah. and the cards have two so, sides and one of them is the put the headset on and then tap your power up band so like they got that mm-hmm. covered now it's uh <laughs> so it's definitely a learning curve because you know this is a a whole different breed of ride and you have a lot of information to give first time riders um speaking mm-hmm. of uh, something I made a video that's like how the Mario Kart Mario Kart ride works, but I wanted to mostly try to inform people of how you play the game of Mario Kart ride because people see a steering wheel and they're like, oh, so you can decide where to go. Well, no, it's on a track, but then what's the steering wheel for? And technically there are times when the AR and it shows you an arrow, like go to the right or go to the left and you're supposed to turn the steering wheel. And I think if everyone in the car turns the steering wheel, you earn more coins somehow. Yeah, that's pretty much what it is. Yeah. Does does that affect the ride's drifting? Like when it turns, it kind of drifts into the turn a little sometimes. And you can see that in the new official footage. You know what? I couldn't tell. I was trying to figure that out the three, four times I rode it. And I <laughs> couldn't tell. Um, again, there's just like so much going on i I, i'm like i don't know there's shells flying and we're trying to turn and there's (laughs) coins and there's stuff flying me like i don't know just turn the steering wheel everyone like let's just hope for the best um so i'm I'm not 100 percent sure i'll have to try and pay attention more next time what is it what does it feel like what is it when the um because on a pov you can't tell what it feels like and uh does it feel more wild on those turns like the way that it moves than it looks because in this new footage i'm looking at i'm going oh the tail end is actually kind of swinging as it's turning to exaggerate the turn so does it feel like a wild ride that way yeah it does that's awesome like you're not spinning around like super fast or anything like that but you can tell it's like okay we're kind of drifting right now okay we just got hit by something we're spinning okay um so yeah there's a lot of that 
which is even even it's subtle but even things like skull island reign of kong um uses crab steering to and i notice when it turns it kind of like exaggeratively turns the whole back end of the thing into the turn Mm. and it's go but it's super slow or whatever and i'm always like thinking like no one else is noticing this but me i'm the only one noticing we're turning while turning um but on mario kart like i you can't tell from a video but i imagined it's it feels more cool than it looks yeah it's i don't know i think it's fun um (laughs) would i want to wait three four hours for it probably not i'd probably get an express pass at that point or use the single rider line but it's definitely like obviously you need to ride it if you're going to super nintendo world you have to ride it like that's no question about that the way i look at it it kind of makes me think of how i feel about diagon alley where that's one of my favorite themed lands in any theme park but gringotts Mm -hmm. Not like not even top five for rides, but the land Mm -hmm. and Gringotts and the train and the food and everything combined together and the shopping and the wand place like you mix it all up. And it's like like even having the dragon breathe fire on top of the building. And it's like, you know what? That's that's one of my favorite places to be. And I think that's how Super Nintendo World's going to be for me, where I'm going to spend a ton of time in the cafe and a ton of time just absorbing the land. And while I'm there, I get to play Mario Kart. That's pretty cool. So. Oh yeah, and uh, adding on that they have stamps or or achievements for Mario yes. Kart, so it's like, okay, well the gamer in me wants to get these, so I'm going <laughs> to have to ride this thing because I need to do this. And damn it, Nintendo, you guys are you know what you're doing. <laughs> There's a stamp for um, hitting every single one of Team Bowser. And um, f- and winning the race and like uh, and there's a there's a stamp for getting the most coins for anyone in your car and the other car so like you have to be the best out of everyone like those are those have got to be some hard stamps to collect yeah especially if you're with people that <laughs> you don't know or whatever right. it's pretty pretty random <laughs> right. That's the men in black alien attack problem I have where like I'm pulling up everyone else's like score and they're trying to pull me down with their, you know, I'm just a tourist on vacation. It's like, this is serious, people. You need to you need to be shooting. I was thinking Millennium Falcon. That's what I was. Oh, that's even worse. It's happening in real time. It's like, stop crashing. You're making me nauseous. Um, I'm actually I, I just pulled up the Universal Studios Japan app, which is in English, by the way, if people don't know. Thankfully, it's in English. Um, I'm looking at the stamps that I have for Mario Kart. Um, the easiest one is this golden cup that says, take a ride of Mario Kart. So that's easy. Yeah, you get that and on your first one as long as you tap. Yeah. Then there's one called land 10 consecutive hits on enemies. I got that. Land 20 consecutive hits on enemies. I got that. And there's one for three hits. And then <laughs> this one's funny. This this stamp is called Place in the Race, and it, it's described as finished in dot dot dot. Not exactly first place in your race in Mario Kart. <laughs> That's <laughs> I didn't cute. Do too good. Here's your ribbon. Good. And there's a whole bunch. That's awesome. If you uh, if you do download the Universal Studios Japan app, um, and you just go to the Super Nintendo World on the the side menu, the hamburger menu, um, and it's not in English. Go change your um, home language settings on your phone because sometimes Androids don't come with the home language set and you might have to change it and that'll change the language automatically in the app. Okay. I didn't, I have an iPhone, so everything. Right. Me too. So I never had that issue, (laughs) but I've I've seen people have that issue. You just have to change the home language setting or your, Uh, you know, 
your native language setting, I should say. I, I am curious about the visors and how easily the things attach once you get in the car and how well they stay on. You said stuff fell off before. So I was curious about that, that whole connection thing, because we know how um, tourists can be. Yeah. So it, the one time it kind of fell off, that was my fault. Um, I was fiddling yep. with it because I don't know. I was just, I was just playing with it just to see like how well it'll stay on, you know, just kind of seeing what would happen. Um, but they give you, it's in two pieces. So before the pre-show, yep. so once you get through the long queue, there's a pre-show, they give you the, the Mario visor and they explain on how to put it on. Like there's adjustments on the side, like kind of, where your temples are and there's also mm-hmm. a uh, an adjustment on the back so then you can kind of like angle it so it kind of fits nice and snug on your head so that wasn't too hard uh one friend i was with he kind of has a big head <laughs> and that's me. he had a little trouble with it so i'm not sure how that's going to work out uh but then once you get to the ride the the ar goggles are attached to the Mario Kart and to put it on, it just slides onto your helmet or your visor. And it's pretty straightforward. Like it's pretty easy. Um, It's all with magnets. I think it must be magnets because there's no clicking involved. It just kind of slides on, stays there. Okay. Yeah. Um, The only, I guess the only thing to be mindful of is you want to have the visor angled in a way that when the goggles go on, it kind of covers your like, your peripherals and everything. Cause if it's up too high, of mm-hmm. course you're going to, it's not going to work very well. So you, that was kind of like the first time I wrote it. I really didn't know what I was doing. So I don't think I had it on proper as I should have. So the next few times I wrote it, um, I kind of angled it down more and I was able to see things a little bit better. So I have um, two questions. Do you wear glasses? Yes. Uh, how is it with glasses? And two, how does everything line up on the actual ride when you have it? correctly in front of you so for glasses the ar goggles are so far in front of your face it doesn't touch your face at all so So better than 3d glasses because they don't actually much better they're not right up against your head so i guess from like a sanitary point of view that's also good because that like it doesn't touch your face at all it's attached to the visor and it's designed in such a way that yeah it's not sitting on your face or anything it's in front of your face Mm -hmm. is the best way to describe it um and then how things line up you just have to look around. Like once you sit down, if you look down at your steering wheel, you actually see a your HUD. That's so cool. Like your, your score. Wheel. Yeah, you see your Whoa. a number of coins and the item that you have. That's really cool. And it's on your steering wheel, so it's just wherever you're looking, there's going to be something there, which is really cool. So wait, what, now now you just reminded me. If you turn your head while you're riding. Can you see the characters drive up beside you? And because all the POV stuff we ever see, it's always the, the phone recording just looking forward. But if you turn your mm-hmm. head, you would see more stuff, right? You just have to look oh, at yeah. it. Oh, yeah. That's like, crazy. Wherever you're looking, there's, there's stuff happening. And that's how you aim your turtle shells as well. Mm-hmm. Where you're shooting like, is where you're you looking. Yeah, wherever you're looking, that's where it shoots. So if you're looking up, it's going to shoot upwards because sometimes there's characters flying through the air. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes they're, they're right beside you yeah I, I wonder how many people first time like oh okay i just shoot where i look like i wonder how many people just keep their head forward and look with their eyes because it's so natural to look with your eyes and not like turn your head like it's a gun like like i wonder how many people are not shooting like at <laughs> characters because they're just darting their eyes around instead of moving their whole head 
Yeah, I, I had to kind of remind myself, like, oh, you're supposed to actually physically move your head where you want it to go. <laughs> like, don't just use your eyes. Like, they, they give you, um, uh, right at the beginning, before it starts, um, they give you, like, a kind of a practice thing. And they tell you, like, they explain, like, make sure you look and turn your head. Okay, good. It, basically is what it says, yeah. Nice. Um, I guess speaking of, like, worrying about fitting, um, there's a there's a test seat at the entrance to the ride that you can try to make sure that you fit in it. Um, yeah. I'm about six feet. I had no problems um, fitting in it like height wise um, in terms of like size. I'm not sure. Um, I'm, I guess like an average size person. Um, so I, I had no issues, but I don't know how it's going to work. If, you know, if you have, you know, maybe big thighs or something like that, I'm not sure, but definitely trying out the the test seat yeah. first before you get into that long yeah. queue is a good idea is there uh, a comparison ask- is there a comparison for this the the restraint like is what's is there another ride that has a similar shaped or um the way that it comes down in front of you type of restraint probably like i guess like gringotts is probably because yeah. it, it just, it just it's a lap bar that just comes down okay. on you yeah i had no I, I had no issues on it what about yoshi's adventure Yoshi's Adventure. Um, my only issue was my bag. It's a little cramped um, for me, uh, and you like. I'm usually carrying a bigger bag because I have like my cameras and stuff with me, mm-hmm. so I'm probably not the typical person riding it. But it was it was a little it was a little tight. It was a little tight. I'll be honest. Just with yeah. my bag, I think if I didn't have my bag, I would have been fine. I don't know if they have a test seat for that. Uh, oh I think they do, or they they should. They're, they're, they it must. was in that. I, I never yeah, noticed one. To. It should be just to the um, left of the entrance, but I could be misremembering. That's going to be the same problem. They have Secret Life of Pets. I think it's the same restraint system and very limited amount of space in there for bags and stuff. So um, it's it's interesting. It's a cute ride, and it's for smaller kids, but then it also has small room inside. Yeah, yeah. I got to bring my friend. He's like six four and three hundred pounds. We see what he fits on. We play a little game. He's big enough that when he visits India, he is an attraction when he walks through the streets. It's pretty funny. <laughs> I want to I play that game with him. What do you fit on? <laughs> what do you fit on? <laughs> That's a good question. Have we talked enough about Mario Kart? I feel like yeah, we could sorry. talk about it for hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I think we could. <laughs> those were all almost, that was, those were most of my questions were, um, and we oh. touched on Yoshi's Adventure a little bit. Uh, it looks really cute. I mean, I'm sure it's great that they have something for families like that. Um, how do you feel about overall the Yoshi's Adventure ride? I was, again, I was grinning ear to ear, mainly because of the music. It's all from the the different Yoshi games. So when you're, when you're in there, when you're in the queue, you hear the the Yoshi music where you, where they're going <laughs> and things like that, and it's just it's Aww. so cute, and it's all that like colored like colored in crayon aesthetic from the games, the mm-hmm. Yoshi games, like all of that, so cute. Um, especially with the punching blocks are the the green Yoshi egg, like the spotted Yoshi egg blocks. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. So, yeah. They have a different sound, of course, when you punch them and stuff. So and there so, are interactive things in this queue that you can touch, that you can uh-huh. punch. Yeah, there's That's different queue, or yeah, the different blocks, and there's a couple like hidden things where you just tap your band on it, and things will light up. Um, and then, of course, on, on the Yoshi ride itself, there's a lot of little Easter eggs, like you see, like baby Mario, baby Peach, 
and they make that annoying crying sound um, that gives me PTSD <laughs> from my childhood. Um, and then Captain Toad is on there as well. And oh, there's a cool. lot of elements from um, the newer Mario games, like the mm-hmm. Super Mario World 3D. Uh, there's a lot of stuff like that, which makes sense. Um, yeah, actually, the whole land kind of pulls from that too. So it blends into yeah. it's part of the land. So I was really confused where some of the stuff came from. Obviously, I knew where a lot of it came from, but then like stuff like Mount Beanpole and the slot machine and some of the elements in the land, I really didn't know where it came from, like what game exactly. And I was really confused. I'm like, did they just make this up? Or is this from something? And then I finally played the new Mario game. Well, the re-release from the right, Wii U. Right. Um, and then everything made sense. I'm like, oh, it's all from this. That's very smart. Do they sell a full <laughs> yellow cat suit that you can wear? Is, is the question. <laughs> oh, I wish. But they had the little plushes with them. Oh, oh that's awesome. Oh, something that's like that, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. But yeah, um, I was just really surprised with the elements they pulled from the newer Mario games, which, like I said, makes sense. I guess, you know, for smaller children, they're obviously going to be playing these newer ones, and Mm -hmm. it just makes sense for them to know what these elements are. I guess I kind of showed my age a little bit where where I didn't know where something what what something was right off the bat. (laughs) But it's like, okay, yeah, I'm not so familiar with characters like... uh, Kamek, like I'm not even sure how to say his name, but like from uh, the the newer Yoshi's like uh, crafted world and stuff. Like I'm not too familiar with that stuff uh, or Poochie for that matter. But they're on there. But then again, I like I know Pokey. I'm like, oh look, it's Pokey all the way from Super Mario Brothers two. Like like that. How how cool is that? So and like Conkdor from like Middler games. Like it's got literally something from every game. Um, even if they appear in later games, they also appeared in older games. So I'm like, oh, I know that one, even if I don't know the newer mm-hmm. ones. So I love how they've kind of given something for everyone. If, in, even doing the Mario 64 music when you enter the castle, like that, that covers a lot of people right there. So good. Yeah, the old music is awesome too. You think they're building a Donkey Kong ride or... Uh... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Like, there's that door that is very suspicious. What door? There's nothing to see here. (laughs) No. There's no big round Donkey Kong-esque door in the back of the land with a lot of (laughs) land behind it. No, nothing there. (laughs) From, from like, aerial photos, um, I think they were from December, and I haven't seen any recently. They actually started on some of the footings for that... um, a totally non-existent coaster. Uh, I think like they started on it, I think when they were doing foundational work and then they just kind of stopped and then like start work back up, start work back up, please start work back up. (laughs) Yeah. Like universal is not messing around with this stuff and I'm very happy about it. (laughs) You know, like we all win in the end with this stuff. I'm, I'm really looking forward to the, you know, whatever the Donkey Kong thing is, which I'm pretty sure we know what it is. Uh. <laughs> whatever do you mean? Like, it's it's cool, too, because they've really covered all their bases as far as, um, like, it, everything's kind of family attractions. They just have, like, slightly different demographics that they're aiming for. And they kind of match the games. Like, the Yoshi games tend to, you know, a- attract younger players. And Mario Kart's for the whole family. And Donkey Kong, you know, is a little bit older age range. So to have the rides be, these are for mostly for little kids. The Mario Kart's for everyone. That's why it's not scary and fast. And the Donkey Kong's going to be just slightly more thrilling. It's kind of perfect. And it really rounds out the land that way. 
I think so too. Uh, probably the biggest criticism I keep seeing online is why wasn't this IP in there? And then they list off like six different things. Like, yeah. where's Metroid? Where's Zelda? Where's come on? Pokemon? Where's F Zero? Where's Animal Crossing? <laughs> where's <Yeah. F-Zero? laughs> Where's all this? I hear um, Pokemon the most, to be honest. Yeah, I don't. I don't ever see them doing something like that. I don't this know. This is Mario. Like you, you, yeah, this is the main, this is the first thing, you know, this is what the NES came with. Like this, you're going to, can't just not start with the main thing. Exactly. And I think more people know Mario than probably anything. Yeah. Pokemon might make the money. And they're just instantly recognizable. You, you want to hug. I was going to say Mario, but you want to hug Toad. Let's be real here. Toad is the oh star gosh, of this Toad. land, right? <laughs> I squealed when I saw him. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, That's that, great. That was another one I wasn't expecting. I did not expect toad and he was just there chilling bouncing around i'm like ah that's toad it's toad he does this jump on one leg and like kicks the other one up like it's so perfect like and then he does the little dance i could watch him dance like all day in a gif form over and over and over again um Uh, you i think you mentioned he moves around like he doesn't have a set spot uh like the other characters do yeah he was kind of he's on the first floor and he's like either in front of the Mario Brothers, like off to the side in front of the one up merchandise. There's a wall there mm-hmm. or he's kind of in front of Yoshi's adventure. So I'm not sure why he moves around. I don't know. And apparently there's a stamp, I think, for him, but I don't know how you get that. I don't oh. know how that works. Is Are there stamps for the other ones? Yeah, there's a stamp for meeting the other characters, which I do have because um, when you get your picture taken, the team member actually like scans your band. Oh, okay. Whoa, that's pretty cool. But not Toad? Um, no, no one did when I was doing hmm. it. So I don't know. Just another excuse to meet him next time. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to meet him every time. <laughs> every time I go, I'm going to meet him. What, um, yeah, what, what was the, it. did you only buy one power-up band? I have, yeah, I have the Toad one and I bought <laughs> someone else. I bought someone else the Yoshi one. Um, and the friend I was with, I think, bought Luigi, and another friend bought Mario. Uh, uh, and I think I was told it, that the ones that keep selling out are Daisy and Princess Peach. Really? Those keep selling out, yeah. Huh. They, they they underestimated uh, the, the need for the female characters, I think. <laughs> Sounds and like it, yeah. It's, and it's nice that they have a Daisy one, um, but there's not much Daisy in the land or anywhere. So it's just no. the power-up band, really. Yes, yeah, so I don't know how they decided on that. They needed <laughs> they needed more female characters, and they're like, <laughs> okay. Yeah. I want the Yoshi, um, I, although I, I totally yeah. uh, understand the Toad purchase, as a, especially with Toad being the best thing in this land. Um, <laughs> uh, my, okay, here's my question. Have you earned the stamp for hitting every block yet? No, I have not. <laughs> what I are you wish. even doing? <laughs> I have I have the app open up. I have 63 of the 170 stamps. Okay. Oh, okay. That's a lot of stamps. <laughs> and there's a lot, lot more to go. Yeah, I'm ugh. Yeah, I got one for Visit Super Nintendo World between December 1st and February 29th. <laughs> so I got like that's they're, very they're really specific. Mean. <laughs> that's very, <laughs> very, specific. very specific. Yeah, and there's another yeah. one called Summer Sun, and it says visit Super Nintendo World between June 1st and August 31st. Then there's another one that says Halloween Treat, visit Super Nintendo World during October. 
I got one for visiting during December. Is he where is it Mario with a Santa beard in December? <laughs> yes, it is. It's exactly <laughs> that. It really is. <laughs> That's amazing. That's what um, it should be. <laughs> I didn't get the Happy New Year one for some reason. I don't know how they because I was there between January first and January fifteenth, so I'm not sure That's why weird. that one didn't register. Yeah, oh, no. um, I have to go next year now. I know, like oh, for completionists, this is <laughs> yeah, going to be crazy. Sorry. You have to literally go every uh, month to get these. Nintendo knows what they're doing. Let's, yeah. let's be honest. Um, <laughs> have you found all of the hidden eight-bit things? No, I have most of them. I think that's neat for for us old schoolers who used to play NES. I think that's a neat little feature that we, there's literally hidden Easter eggs that are the old like eight-bit character styles. Yeah, I love that, and like they're they're hidden everywhere. And the one that surprised me the most was there's one in one of the shops. Really? And the only the only reason why I found it was because I was in the corner and I heard somebody say something and then I hear like this eight bit sound and I'm looking around like what's going on? And I look over and there's like the there's an M on the wall and they tap their band and this the eight bit character showed up. I'm like, wow. Oh, that's so cool. Well, I never would have found that. There's the gift game at the entrance to the cafe, right? Where you like mm-hmm. you can win a prize, a random like between whatever two prizes. Um, like it's it's totally new. It's not just like the wands in Harry Potter at the windows. There's stuff inside the buildings for these things. Um, they, I think there needs to be a player's guide. Like, like whenever the new game comes out, there's like a Nintendo Power player's guide type thing. And it needs to tell you like, here's the location of everything. Um, I'm surprised there's not website guides yet out like that. We're working on something like that. Um, we're trying to, but we kind of want to do it all firsthand before yeah. we write that stuff. So we kind of, yeah, because there's a lot, especially with um, all the different blocks to hit and the different like little mini games with like the Bowser Jr. challenge. Right. Which, I was going to ask is, what? Like, I don't know. I call that an attraction, I guess. Yeah. Even yeah. Though, yeah. It is definitely an yeah, attraction. Why not? You, it's an attraction you have to earn. It's an attraction you have to pay yeah. for something and then earn the right to do it. And then once you do it, you have to start over. <laughs> you have to yeah. go and re-earn that right. Um, it's, what is it, three key challenges uh, accomplished? Yeah. And then you can get to do it. Are there more than three? Are there like... Um, there's five. There's, there's five, five okay. games that give you keys. Yeah. Which and one is your I favorite? Tell, out of, yeah. Um, the fa- my, I've only done, I think, four? No, three. I think I only did the three that are outside. Then there's two. No, I did four. Two of them are inside, like the the underground area, mm-hmm. and then three of them are outside. So I did the three outside. The one where uh, there's the Goomba on the rotating platform. You have to like spin it really quick to make him fall over. <laughs> um, the other one is the uh, timed, the timed shell one where you hit the pow, yeah, and then it kind of like a, a yep. chain reaction, and then it hits the shell to go up the pipe to get the key then there's a piranha plant one which i really didn't understand there's a piranha plant and there's all these like alarms going off and you have to hit all the alarms yeah i think that one like like requires multiple people right yeah there's like five other people in there and you just go around hitting it and that's it i didn't really i didn't really get that one (laughs) if it lights Um, up you hit it and that's it pretty pretty much that's all i was doing okay uh and then the inside there is there's this big bomb 
and you have to diffuse it and you have to collect these. It's again, you and other people, there's all mm-hmm. these like touch screens everywhere. You have to collect these items, like tap the item. And then this piece will show up on the main panel under the babam, And then it's like a puzzle. You have to kind of like move the puzzle pieces around on the screen. So if do you it. don't do it in time, it explodes and you have to start over. That's cool. Mm-hmm. It's kind of, it's not forgiving. Like if you don't get it, you don't get it. And like, okay, back of the line. Well, yeah, I think that people have been saying for years that if you're going to gamify theme parks, you need to actually gamify theme parks. Don't make it like mission space and you press a button or don't press a button and it still works. Like, you know, now that we have like Smuggler's Run where, okay, it's on rails, but technically you can lose uh, or at least not get all the, you know, coaxium. This, you can flat out lose. <laughs> like Bowser can yep. win Mario Kart. And, or you can, you know, you. I'm sorry you didn't win this key. You, you Move on, next. <laughs> Pretty That's much. Cool. Um, and from what I can tell from the stamps, um, these games go up in difficulty. Some of them. Really? Um, which I'm not sure how that works. I haven't done them enough to really know. But I think the the spinning one with the Goomba, I think that was one of the ones that ups the difficulty, which I guess would make really? sense because you're doing it by yourself. So yeah, it can yeah, do yeah. that. Um, I'm guessing it's probably, you just have to spin it more. Uh-huh. Cause like the first time I did it, it was actually quite easy. Like kids could do it. Right. Like it, it wasn't hard at all. Um, so my guess is you probably have to spin it just more to actually win it. So wow. I think it just automatically goes to the next difficulty. I think. I don't know. I'll have to try. That's, I mean, that's actually really cool because like you yeah, want to go is. do the, the Bowser Jr. thing again. Well, you have to work for it this time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, how do you and like the, whole, the Bowser? The, the Bowser challenge. It was really cute. It wasn't, I didn't know what to expect. Like when I first did, I'm like, I have no idea what this is. I just know I need to do it. <laughs> and you're in this big room and you're all standing in front of a screen and you're all in this, your own platform. And then your silhouette is on the screen and it's very accurate. Mm-hmm. Um, like I have a square backpack and I had it on and you could see it. Like you could tell that was me mm-hmm. on the screen. It wasn't just like some generic silhouette. No, like it's that was actually like a me. shadow, but it's on a screen. And yeah. It's your shadow, your shape. And, and then if you get hit, you get smaller, right? Like it makes you, so yeah. you, you see yourself get smaller and you have to collect like mushrooms yeah. And you get the fire flower so you can like, and you have to punch in the air and then you'll punch like a fire will fly out of your fists on the screen. Um, <laughs> if you jump, you jump really high and everything. It was just, it was just a lot of chaotic fun is what it was. What's crazy about this is that the last time we had a full podcast episode about Super Nintendo World was January 2020. So over a year ago, and we talked about the interactive experiences. I think they had just announced the power-up bands like a month before or something. And we talked about the patents for all these different experiences. And we talked about Bowser Jr. boss battle and how they were going to use this technology that would show a visual representation of you on a screen. And then we showed images of the patent, and it looks exactly like this. It shows a silhouette of a person. It shows you getting smaller or getting bigger. It shows you jumping high. And I'm like, it was all there. It was all there in the patent um, all the way over a year ago. And like to see it fleshed out and how like incredibly like detailed and cool it looks insane yeah is it fun though like is, is it something you'd want to do again even and have to go through the trouble of earning the keys i want to 
Yeah, I want to try it again this time without like because I, I was kind of recording when I was on it and stuff and yeah. kind of paying attention to everything so I can talk about it. And I think this time I want to do it again just to enjoy myself. And right. the cue for it is really cute. There's a lot of Easter eggs. Like there's stuff in there from um, Super Mario World on the Super Nintendo and just like little things like that just in the queue, mm-hmm. which I think is really cute. Yeah, because it's like a little experience. Like you said, it's like an attraction. The like the whole like that side, I guess it's the the left side of the land. A lot of it, like that's where all, most of the interactive stuff is, like the mini games. Mm-hmm. And then of course the 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 whole underground portion too, which is really cool. Hearing that underground Mario <laughs> do, 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 theme do, do, from do, the do. original. <laughs> do, do, oh, do, 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 do. Love it. <laughs> yeah. So good. That's the best. That's like um, that's required. So the fact that they actually follow through with it, um, and 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 then like you get smaller and everything looks big and the like the simple optical illusion effects, but like they they put effort into doing something different. It's not just a play area. It's something for all ages. Yeah, uh, it's, I just want to walk through it. You know, it's just so fun and just one of those things that you can just go and enjoy and. I don't know. I, I guess that's part of it, right? Just enjoying yourself. <laughs> yeah. Probably, probably my favorite yeah. um, block is uh, the music block rock. Mm-hmm. They call it where it's all the, the the music blocks, and you have to hit them in a certain order to play a different Mario tune. And I think there's six or seven different wow. tunes, and of course, those are all tied to stamps. So you have to do it multiple times. <laughs> um, it's just fun <laughs> so like know? it lights it just, up and you hit one and then it lights up you hit another one and but when it's done it plays them all in succession again so you get to hear the song right yeah so you're playing it if you could be it fast or if you had five other people with you you could hear it in real time if you hit it as soon as it turned uh as soon as it lit up but i like that it plays afterward i saw your little video clip of it and you danced to the music and you look genuinely <laughs> like excited you're like yes yes <laughs> <laughs> oh i was i was just i was just yeah you look super happy. grinning ear to ear when i did that <laughs> um okay so since we're coming up on an hour i wanted to jump into something that i'm probably going to care the most about even when it comes to the food. states and it's completely different yes it's food but even though it'll be a completely <laughs> different menu by the time it comes here i do want to ask you about um Kinopio. Is, that, is that how we say uh it's toad's cafe really that's what they call toad right yeah, Kinopio is his name in Japanese, yeah, which is even cuter like, somehow. <laughs> I think yeah, it it's is. a it's a play on words. I get well, you know, in in English too, toad like toadstool, right? Right, mushroom. right. Mushroom. Um, in Japanese, uh, uh, the word for mushroom is kinoko, so that's how we kind of get kinopio. And I think they put the po because it's kind of cute sounding. Right, right. So kinopio. So I, yeah. I think that's how they got the name. It sounds cute. And and the 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 not even just, okay, before we can get to the food, it's such a cute little like dining room with the the like windows into the kitchen and the the, the chef like greeting you when you come in and stuff. Like that kind of stuff is uh that that kills me, honestly. <laughs> like it's too cute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 like toads there cooking mushrooms for you, which I don't know how to feel about that, but <laughs> you know. <laughs> don't question it. Don't question it. Yeah. <laughs> It's best not to. Um, okay, so you've tried a lot of this stuff. What? Um, yeah. No, you know. Wait, wait, wait. No, my first question is: How much is the cake? <laughs> how much money uh, is that cake, and how big is it? Because I was reading it, about, and I was like, "What?" 
It's about twenty six US dollars. Okay. And it's a little small. Does it like, feed seven people? Like this is what I want to know. Does it feed uh, it, seven Americans? It, it says three to four people on it. It's definitely a lot for one person. Probably a lot for two. Maybe okay. for you know Westerners, maybe three people could okay. eat that pretty good. I don't know. Um, I shared it with friends that okay. I was with. I, I did not eat the whole thing myself. <laughs> it is really cute. Um, it comes with like the little card. Is that eatable too? Is that edible? Yeah, it's a cookie. Okay. Okay. So it's, it's a like cute little yeah. cookie. Yeah. No, I was because I'm I'm doing the conversion in my head, and I'm like, I, I can almost get a power up band for the price of this cake. <laughs> it must be a really good cake. Yeah, it's just a it's a strawberry shortcake, mm, okay. um, which is very. It's kind of a a staple in Japan in terms of like desserts. There's always a strawberry shortcake somewhere, right? So it, it makes sense. Okay. Uh, so what? My question is, what? What's your favorite thing, uh, like food wise here? Uh, to get like if you wanted a meal and you're not you know just trying more things like what is something you'll actually get again definitely the pizza bowl uh that's it's in it's like a pizza inside the in, inside the mushroom right and the top of the the top of it is bread so you right. like pop it off and inside is the pizza people were telling me i was supposed to like flip it over which i mm. don't think you're supposed to because so Typically in Japan, if there's a special way to eat your food, mm-hmm. they tell you, they explain right. it to you in great detail, and no one said anything to me. So I just assumed I you rip think... apart the top part and just dip it into it or something. That's what I did. Yeah. Okay. That makes more sense. I don't want to make a mess with this. It's like a soup, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's not It's not thick. Yeah. It's right. kind of, it's a little, like it's not soup, but it's not right, right, right. thick, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah because there is a there is a portobello mushroom pizza that is like legitimately it's a portobello mushroom with pizza stuff on it that's another dish okay. um interesting so i don't know <laughs> but everything has mushrooms like well i should say everything obviously the the desserts don't but a lot of the dishes have mushrooms in it which is an interesting choice which I do not think would work in the U.S. No, we're going to have fake mushrooms here. Everything's going to be shaped like mushrooms. <laughs> Nothing's going to be made of mushrooms. They might be a mushroom pizza, but they'll sell cheese pizza too. Like I, there's no way. Because we talked about this too like three years ago and we're like, what are they going to sell in Toad's Cafe? And I'm, I'm like, mushroom pizza. What else are they going to sell? Of course, it's going to be mushroom pizza, but then they're going to sell normal pizza too. But I'm actually surprised that how much they've got all in on mushrooms here. Yeah. And the thing with Japan too, that a lot of people aren't um, familiar with, they don't customize food. So unlike in other places where you can ask, oh, can you Mm -hmm. take out the mushrooms or whatever? They don't do that in Japan. It's whatever is on it, that's what you get. And they're not going to change it. That's just how I, it is. I want to try the Yoshi's spinach carbonara. That, that sounds good. <laughs> it was cute. Um, it tastes, uh, I said this in my video too. It tastes exactly how you would expect it to. It's carbonara. Like it's nothing earth shattering in terms of flavor. Um, I mean, it's good, um, but it, you know, it's not going to blow your socks off or anything, but it is really cute. They like aesthetically, Mm-hmm. A lot of the food, they did a really good job with it. Um, and it, you know, for theme park food, you know, sometimes theme park food is really hit or miss. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel they did a really good job with this, uh, with the food. Is it the best in the world? Definitely not. But it's better than some of the stuff that they have in Universal here. Okay. 
and it's all like really photographable like the gold gold post uh cake (laughs) that with the layers that looks adorable oh yeah the that and the tiramisu question block Mm -hmm. uh dessert the thing that i didn't realize because i ordered it again when i went the second time and they explained to me they said every time you order this the little chocolate which is an item is different each time really i think there's like I think there's three cool. that you can get. There's like so the fire So it really flower. is a question block. <laughs> yeah. So it's a random cool. random item. So the first time I got it, I think I got the fire flower. And the next time I think was the mushroom. That's awesome. So they also have, they have a fair amount of vegetarian stuff there. It sounds like then too, huh? Um, I think there was like two items, but I couldn't confirm if they were vegetarian or not. Just because yeah. again, in, in Japan, they kind of like to sneak in things yeah. <laughs> so unless they don't say specifically if it's vegetarian it's hard to say um yep. but there's a there's a salad there like a fruit salad which i would imagine <laughs> is vegetarian Hopefully. with the piranha plant caprese um there's a is it like a tomato cut in half and that's supposed to be the piranha plant yep is um what's the dots <laughs> made out of are they just thinly sliced mozzarella stuck on top yeah, that's exactly what it is. Okay, thank you. I couldn't that's sleep awesome. it all night last night. I'm like, what are the dots? And I think I figured awesome. it out. But that seems like a lot of work to put together this little caprese plate. But it was worth it because it's super photographable. Oh, yeah. Uh, and the Mario burgers. I had both the Mario burgers. There's the Mario bacon cheeseburger and the Luigi chicken curry burger. Mm-hmm. Um, I preferred the Mario burger over the, the Luigi one. Um Sorry, Luigi. (laughs) Um, The burger was actually quite good. Uh, I'm usually really leery of burgers in a theme park. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But I was pleasantly surprised with this one. It has like, I think, a Thousand Island dressing on it. Ooh, it's got a secret sauce. Look at that. Yeah. It's um, And it has a little Mario hat on top, right? Like a little tiny plastic hat. Special sauce. Shut up, mm-hmm. you. And I kept it too. <laughs> well, it's plastic. You're supposed to keep it. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Okay. I we talked about food a lot, but I did want to ask about Yoshi's Snack Island um, because that has some of the cutest like drinks. Uh, and there's themed cups, which like this is like when it comes to napkins and cups and things in a, in a theme park, I'm always so excited. Like go to Simpsons and it's like it has themed napkins in the Simpsons land. How cool is that? Like the Yoshi cups are so cute. And they have like um, different fruit. Like, is it smoothies? Uh, they're. Uh, I don't, I'm not sure how to say it properly. Lashi, lassi, like the um, the milk based drinks. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's what they are. And there's a melon flavored one. Yes. Melon is um, I think honeydew is what we call it in the West. In Japan, mm-hmm. they call it melon, but it's like honey a uh, honeydew. And then uh, mango is the other one. Yeah, these are like my favorite so, flavors, and they're tropical, so it fits with the Yoshi's Island theme. Mm-hmm. And then we have the uh, turtle shell calzone, which is really good. <laughs> well, uh, when you call it calzone, it looks... I get I get the wrong idea. I'm like, oh, so it's filled with mozzarella cheese and yeah. sauce and whatever. But this is yeah. filled with noodles, right? <laughs> yeah, there's uh, it's called yakisoba noodles. And has cheese in it as well. Mm, so it's like a soba. that's so, okay. a traditional that's a, like a traditional Japanese like junk food. They can't. Yeah, I guess that's how they chose to translate it into a calzone. I 
wouldn't call it a calzone. But it does um, have cheese, so I'll give them that. That's that's calzonier than I thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's just so cute. Like, I just love that they did that. Yeah, they really so went for it. Oh, speaking of cute, um, the last food thing is the the popcorn buckets. Um, where is the popcorn oh. stand? Is it is that on the upstairs? Yeah, upstairs, right in front of um, Mario Kart. Okay. Um, and they have, what, two buckets right now and two popcorn flavors? Yeah, so there's the Superstar Popcorn Bucket, which lights up, by the way. <laughs> Whoa. Um, and it has it has two modes on it too. Um, one where it that. just lights up like solid, and the other one where it blinks like the star should, <laughs> which I think is really cool. And then they have a Mario Kart one, which is Mario in his cart from Mario Kart Eight, mm-hmm. and it has wheels on it. It rolls around, and it also lights up too. <laughs> so it's a toy. It's a full on toy that has like it's a full on toy. Where's the popcorn? I'm gonna need it. Is it in the trunk? Uh, it goes in the trunk. Yeah. <laughs> So <laughs> that's awesome i'm gonna need both of those oh. and for the flavors there's the caramel peach which i had um i wasn't sure about it at first when i heard about it i'm like i don't know this will taste but it was actually quite good uh the other one is mushroom cream of mushroom popcorn which i haven't <laughs> had yet i didn't get a chance but i'm gonna have it I next need, time you need you need to cream tell us or pop- yeah <laughs> so weird yeah i'm gonna need an update on that there's no way that comes to the states there's no there's just no way i want um, it to i need to taste that yeah <laughs> i mean weird the, and random the umami flavor I, I get it it could be good it could be the best popcorn i've ever had i don't know um but i love mushrooms and i'm a little leery of the idea of mushroom flavored popcorn <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm gonna have to try it next time for sure um, okay, so the only other thing that we really didn't talk about is merchandise, and uh, I, not that I want to get it too deep into it, but they they have everything ever <laughs> for sale. Pretty much. Uh, they had a lot more than I thought they would. They really went all out, and you can get matching outfits with your friends, so you can all dress up. Someone can be Mario, someone can be Luigi, someone can be Peach, someone can be Toad. Then they have some of the the enemies like Bowser um so they have like the t-shirt the the bag the matching bag the matching gloves glasses head piece lots thing. of headbands and hats yeah oh yeah like that's a big thing especially for theme parks here that's like mm-hmm. the thing that sells uh and then of course they have like keychains and things like that and like little fun items and there's just a huge range of them. Like there's the grand opening merchandise, which some of it says 2020 on it, by the way. Oh, wow. Which is really funny. Um, which I, I guess there's not much they could have done about that. Yeah. Like they would have made this stuff long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, probably one of my favorite things is I got the little question block and it just sits on my desk, which it's not on my desk right now. I don't know where it is, but it makes the, that's cool. Though. The sound when you hit it, when you, when you touch it, which is really huh. cute. I That's love awesome. it. Um, there's a lot of like snacks. because um, Oh, no, that's dangerous. That's dangerous. Yeah, gift- you have to bring stuff back when you go. That's right. Yeah, so it's it, it's called omiyage in Japanese, which translates to souvenir. But it usually means food that you bring from your trip. Mm-hmm. So it's usually in like a nice tin or something. And it's all like shareable. So you can bring it back for your classmates or your family or coworkers or whatever. So there'll be cookies, there'll be chocolates, there'll be popcorn, there'll be 
just all these different things and they have so much of it it's ridiculous i saw a photo of a giant golden mushroom um i don't know was that a limited edition thing or is uh is there food in that is it expensive it looks expensive (laughs) do you know what i'm talking about i didn't see that no i I I, think they released some new stuff yeah i think that might have been a new opening um, oh, okay. That might have been new in the last few days then. Yeah, there was three, at least three yeah. new things that I saw someone tweet out and I was like, what's inside the mushroom? I must know. Um, uh, yeah. I saw this um, I saw this $400 plush set <laughs> um, on Twitter. What? Someone posted that it just came out and it's it looks like a big birthday cake with all the different characters on it. And it's like Super Nintendo yeah. World Grand Opening or something. Oh my God. It's, I think it's like $400 awesome. or something. That's worth every penny right there. <laughs> yeah. Um, wow. And I know you mentioned also outside of the land in one of the stores, they have 8-bit merchandise that's not in the land. Yeah, they did this weird thing. So really quickly, inside the land, they have exclusive merchandise. And also, there there is Mario Kart merchandise, which is only in the Mario Kart shop. So there's oh, actually two shops. I actually love it when they do that. When like there's a reason to go to both shops. But yeah, Mario Motors yeah. is that's the exit for the ride, right? Mario Motors. Yeah, which is okay. very smart, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and there's there's exclusive <laughs> Mario Kart merchandise, which is only there. Then the big shop has pretty much everything except the Mario Kart merchandise. And then there's shops outside of the land near the front of the park. And they have even more Super Nintendo World merchandise, more like the generic mm-hmm. stuff. And they also have the, yeah, uh, like you said, the the 8-bit merchandise, which is only in those shops. Right. Outside which is really confusing. Right. Yeah, outside the land. And then there's the Mario Cafe. Right. That was my next <laughs> question. Have. Is that still open? Like now that the land is open. It's still do open. We, and they, they have the weird dessert taco things and the um, – the, the, What? the the drinks in there yeah so there's a mario cafe that has it's been open since i think october or something oh, like that the waffles September, is that what they call it no pancakes pancakes sorry pancakes pancake pancakes. sandwich pancake yeah. sandwich and that yeah. has its own line of merchandise that's only there so <laughs> there's a lot <laughs> they did this, not hold back with this which fine I, I i will bring thousands of dollars i will spend 400 on a plush <laughs> and I will buy the Yoshi, <laughs> the little Yoshi headband where it's like he's laying down on your head or something. Like I want that. Oh, yeah. I have to get so that. <laughs> um, and oh, I have to try Yoshi. all the Yoshi foods, including the carbonara. Like I need all of this stuff. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm. I'm supposed to go back probably in the next few weeks here, so <laughs> I'm excited. Lucky. Uh, yeah, and I, then they yeah. just announced yeah. that the, um, they're not going to allow international travel for the Olympics this summer. So I guess we yeah. can assume that they're not going to allow international travel for Super Nintendo World, which is no. just as important, if not more. Um, <laughs> more. <laughs> so, so yeah, it's it's still going to be a local, um, like a locals only situation for a little while, and, and I don't blame them. This is, you know, we're still in the middle of a pandemic, but uh, you know, Universal Hollywood's going to get the land next, probably next year, hopefully, because they're going to be reopening soon. Um, and they're 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 more than halfway done with like the major construction, so it's good to see. It's good to see that we'll get it too, and it'll be really interesting to see what's different, at least in the way of merchandise and food. Yeah, because definitely the way things work here obviously may not work in the U.S. You know, especially the mushrooms and like just some <laughs> of the cute accessories are very Japanese. Mm-hmm. You know, 
people here appreciate it, but people in the West probably look at it and think, what is this? <laughs> like, what would I use this for kind of thing? Yeah, kind of hoping they still stick with the green shell calzone, but it's just actually like pepperoni and cheese inside. Like, I, I want them to stick, <laughs> like, keep the ideas of things, but like change it for, you know, our tastes here. Um, yeah. Because I, because I. good though. It is, it is, but I don't know if like, you know, the younger children are going to want that when they can have a pizza. <laughs> this land is for me. Thank you. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> okay. So any closing thoughts uh, on, on Super Nintendo World? They did such a good job with this. Um, of course, there was a couple misses with it, but nothing's perfect and I'm okay with that. Um, it's, it's. It's a childhood dream come true. Like it really is. If you're if you grew up with Nintendo, like this is an absolute must. And especially if you're a theme park fan, like even better, right? And I don't know. It just it just fills me with so much joy going to Super Nintendo World. And I really hope that everyone gets to experience it at some point. I wish things weren't the way they were right now, but we can't that can't be helped. So hopefully sooner than later everyone can come and experience it and yeah, I want to go right now. <laughs> I just want to go. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'll meet you yeah, there. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Us too. Trust me. Um, and the ultimate <laughs> guide is up on tdrexplorer.com. Yeah, we have it on our website there. And and TDR Explorer on YouTube has tons of fun videos if you want to see, especially just exploring the land and trying out. We didn't even talk about the like AR binocular viewers and things like that that are sprinkled around. There's so much to do and see that. Um, there's no way one trip. I mean, you could spend all day there. Am I wrong in saying you can spend all day in this oh, easily. land? I guess that, that's one thing we didn't talk about. When I did the the AP thing, we were only there for a certain amount of time. Um, we were allotted three hours, but right. I think we kind of stretched. I stretched out to four. Like I was there to the bitter end where they were like, okay, please leave. Please leave. I'm like, but just get out. <laughs> like, one more photo. One more photo. Like, Kate, you got to go. You got to go. I'm like, Argh. <laughs> I was one of those people. I, 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 I'll admit that. So yeah, in the four hours roughly that I was there, didn't get to do everything. That's crazy. Cause like you're going to, and it wasn't busy. Right. Yeah. That's what it, that's with it being limited capacity. Imagine like if, if you have a day pass to a theme park and you're going to like, you could easily spend half a day of your whole day in one land. I think they've accomplished something pretty amazing. Yeah. Like I think, Typically, I would tell people like Universal Studios Japan, you can do everything one day if you wanted to, because usually Universal Studios is like the side trip for a lot of people. Like they come for Disney and then they do like a lot of the cultural things in Japan. And then like, okay, we'll we'll do one day at Universal with Super Nintendo World. You have to do two. There's no way you're going to do it in one day without missing a lot of stuff because there's a lot to do outside of it, too. Right. Well, that's great for Universal. This is uh, <laughs> this is definitely uh, uh, going to be really good for them, and you know, for Hollywood, Orlando, Singapore. Also, this is a great business opportunity for them that that Disney's probably wishing they had. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Yeah. All right, Chris. Thank you so much for joining us. Where else can people find you besides the website and YouTube? So yeah, on our, our website tdrexplore.com. YouTube. We're also on Instagram, Pinterest, all those places, all TDR Explorer. Um, and we also have a podcast as well, uh, the TDR Now podcast, where we talk about obviously Disney and we also talk about Universal and, and, and things like that and just general travel to Japan and other parts of Asia. So 
when travel is viable again, um, make sure you come and listen to us because we give you the information you need to plan a wonderful trip from theme park fans that live here in Japan. Yes, and I really appreciate all your coverage because uh, living vicariously through you, and I'm sure a lot of people are right now. Yes. <laughs> Hopefully when our City Walk yes. store opens up, we'll, we'll be able to buy our own uh, Mario hats here soon. So I don't have to go on to the eBay. <laughs> yes, I need it. I need, <laughs> I need my small taste uh, before I see the land. Thank you again so much for, for joining us, Chris. Yeah, thanks, Chris. Thank you for having me. Bye, everyone. All right. I just want to go more now. <laughs>